Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, brought to you by Digitex, keeping your office running like a well-oiled power play. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is uh, 1236 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Guests on our show receive gift certificates to Bruce Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Bruce Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Bruce Chris Steakhouse is the greatest steak you've ever had. Without further ado, uh, we are pleased to be joined on the line by the president and general manager of the uh, Edmonton Oilers uh, Hockey Club, and that is Peter Shirelli. Peter, welcome back to our show. How are you doing? I'm okay today, Bob, considering. Yeah, considering. And that's, let's start there. Uh, it's been an odd year, uh, and this is an intense market, and we have fantastic fans here, and as a result, there's wide swings uh, and uh, of emotion, especially when the team has a little bit, of, you know, some, uh, some swings during the year. It's tough start, 0-2, recalibrated, going an 8-2-1 run. Suddenly the team's 8-4-1, looking pretty good. And now four straight losses, culminating obviously with a disappointment last night. How, From your perspective, how challenging is it to stay even keeled when you watch your team sort of go through some ups and downs like we've gone through through the first 17 games? Well, it, it, it goes with the business. You can't get too high, you can't get too low. Uh, specifically with the, the, I guess, the performance to date. Coming up into into the Florida game, I was relatively satisfied. Notwithstanding, we had those two losses to Washington and Tampa. I thought we showed some resiliency um, uh, when we were down. Which to, you know, when you when you do a kind of a character test as a, as a GM, you look at stuff like that when you're losing. Um, obviously, you can't win every game. So, but the last the last two have been have been a little uh, concerning, obviously, and. Um, Long year, uh, there's more parity than I've ever seen in this league right now, um, but for but for two teams, really, and even, even they're not completely separated from the group. Um, but you just, you know what, you just have to, you, you know, you just, it's, it's a grind. As a manager, it's a grind. You work with your coach, you work with your scouts, uh, you, 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 you share observations uh, where there are deficiencies, uh, and uh, you know, last thing, disappointing, disappointing that I was at home for our for our fans. Um, and uh, you know, we've we've got some tinkering to do. And uh, you know, but I, I can't lose sight of that uh, the season is long, and there's been a lot of good things that I've seen that uh, that we continue to build on. And um, that's how you. I mean, that's how you look at it. You have to you have to look at it with a, a, a broad lens. And uh, understanding that that, uh, that you know, I understand that the fans get very emotional, but I can't get too emotional. But I'll, obviously, we have to fix things when things go wrong. All right, um, I I've been accused probably of being uh, pushing the agenda of the young players, um, and maybe it's just a byproduct. I watched, and, and I don't even know if you can coach and manage a team like this anymore but I watched what Glenn Sather did back in the late 1970s early 80s with the and those guys aren't weren't all supposed to be that good they did turn out to be that good but he just played as young guys 
And again, it's a different game today. And I bring this up because part of the reason you did the availability yesterday was because the Oilers assigned uh, Yessa Pugliarvi and Connor Yamamoto to uh, the minors. Of course, Evan Bouchard, who, you know, in his last NHL game, scored a goal in the Oilers' most complete game of the season against Washington. And uh, and didn't end up playing another game, but you've you've got some young talented guys, and it is a tricky situation, isn't it, in terms of handling those guys and what's best for those guys, and integrating them with the here and now, the NHL. It, it is, and what I said yesterday, Bob, you were there. Yep. There's there's eighty percent of the teams go through the same thing every year, and it's. It's the biggest challenge of a manager, and it's the biggest challenge of a coach. Um, and it just generally speaking, they're pulling in different directions a little bit. And I'm not saying that it applies to our situation because Todd and I have been working uh, in Houston pretty good on this situation. But you have you have young players that that uh, that need ice time and need ice time to develop. You're in a you're in a situation where you 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 want to win. You have to win, um, and what happens when the young players are are in the lineup and contributing? It brings a whole uh, breath of fresh air to the group. Uh, that youth, that energy. So that's as a manager and as a coach, you like that ingredient into your group. Now, when they start, you know, when you get into the crunch time and the season ramps up, um, is a real test for these young guys because they, 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 they basically sink or swim and the tolerance from, from everybody uh, grows a little, uh, a little uh, thicker. Um, you would, you would hope, but you're in the, you're in this position and you're, you, you want to, you know, you, you want to win and, and, you know, specifically with, with Bouchard, um, lots to like about his game. Yeah. And and just the vision, the passing, the the poise, and you know that was a, that was a hard one um, because uh, you know, one of the one of the one of the factors there is that he's going to be playing for the Hunters, and uh, they've got a very good team. And in discussions prior to sending Evan back, um, they they figured they might be getting Formanton back, and and they got a real good team, and and we want Evan to lead that team, and it's a potential Memorial Cup team, so. That made that decision a little easier or a little less difficult. Uh, with regards to uh, Pujarvi, that that's a tough one because he had a real strong camp and he showed signs of coming. And, and keep in mind that both him and, and uh, Yamamoto are still t- just twenty. Yeah. And and you see the skill, um, and and you you see and you feel it coming, and and he hits he hits a little bump, couple bumps along the along the way, and. And uh, and that can set a young guy back, and and so for both those two, and with, and with regards quickly with regards to Yamamoto, um, I thought he had played quite well, and and a very very cerebral player, very quick player. Um, I just want to get his scoring confidence back, like, like go down there and, and 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 really bury the puck a few times, and just get that back. That's what he needs. So each case is different. And and uh, um, you know, as I said yesterday, they may be back sooner than you think. But we want to—they—they've got a good thing going down there. Jay Woodcroft and and his staff has done a terrific job. Um, there's a lot of these young guys that are starting to bubble up. Uh, there's been terrific, terrific performances from that that Hebig, Marodi, uh, Benson line. Benson had a terrific game the other day. 
uh, Caleb Jones and Augustin and Bear, they're they're really starting to come. So, you know, so it's 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 it, you know, I guess the silver lining for me is that it's a, it's a real good atmosphere down there, and and they're going to get good touches, they're going to get good good time, they're going to get good instruction, and and without the undue pressure out up here. So, now having said all that, there's some three there's three skilled players that you you take out of your lineup and and you have to you have to backfill a little bit, but. Yeah, it's a it's a challenge, Bob, and yep. uh, a lot of teams have it, and um, and it gets under the microscope obviously more in a, in a major market, in a major Canadian market, and that's where we are today. I, you know, Peter, and, and I've been a critic of times of some things that have happened dating back to Oklahoma City, uh, but I would say that from the guys that I know around the league that scout into them, you know, that Bakersfield team's outshot teams 10-11 games this year. Uh, they can move the puck. Uh, they've got a good power play. There's lots going on. So it's probably the healthiest the farm team has been um, probably in, in your tenure as a general manager, and you inherited a scenario before. Um, so so the fans would say, okay, so you've lost that skill. Is there an opportunity? I know you're always looking. It's very quiet. That Usually U.S. Thanksgiving things pick up, but you talked about backfilling the roster. Um, that, that's going to be a challenge in the short term, isn't it? Yeah, well, backfill is is uh, you know the the existing roster, those players that uh, uh, may have had a spot here or there at, at certain times, uh, or were flipping in and out with the young guys. Um, if you're asking me, um, is is you know, what's the market out there? I mean, in the market, we're always in the market, Bob, yep. and and uh, we've we've got assets and. Um, you know, there's there's not a whole heck of a lot going on right now. And I know I'm off to GM meetings here uh, shortly today, um, and you get a better sense. There's there's ongoing discussions throughout the throughout the initial part. We're we're 18, 20 games in. It's 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 a period where guys pretty much have a sense of where their group is. Um, so um, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but um, there's not you know really there's it's fairly quiet right now. Um, Except for a couple, couple of obvious ones that are that are out there. All right, uh, one of the areas that the team tried to address in the off season was goal. Uh, Miko Koskinen, and he's he's the first guy on the ice every morning. He has been uh, dating all the way back to uh, training camp. Spent a lot of extra time working with Dustin Schwartz on his angles, uh, handling the puck, that sort of thing. Actually, Paul Yarvey often was the forward out with him uh, first thing in the mornings as well. Just. Uh, just a thought on his performance, and are we in a situation right now? Talbot has dropped his last four starts. I'd say we're at the stage where we're close to winning. You're in, but has Koskinen given you what you were hoping you were going to get when you took the leap of faith and signed this guy? Because you paid a pretty price for him on a one-year yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, he has. He, he, he's. You're right in what you're saying. Like he, he, he had some adjustment time. Um, and a lot of it is the, the the pace of the game and the smaller ice surface. Um, he's played a number of years in the in the Russian league, and it's a it, it's a completely different game um, on the bigger ice surface than how they play and where they shoot from when they shoot. Um, the pace of practice, and he, he's in very good shape, but you get used to a a, a, a certain tempo for four, five, six years. And, and from a goalie's perspective and the pace of practice and number of pucks that he sees from different areas. So it took him some time. And uh, he, you're right, he's, he's worked very, very hard. Um, 
before and after practice, separate sessions, and you can see it in his game. And uh, to answer your question, yes. And, and um, I, we brought him in to, uh, to bolster our goaltending. And um, he's, you know, he's, he's kind of on, on the ascent right now. And uh, we'll see where that goes. But, um, you know, Cam is from the history, too, of coming back from, from the periods of uh, lower performance. So we'll see where it goes. But I'm, I've, I'm, I've been happy with Koskinen. Yeah, I think that's been an area that uh, a lot of the fans are pretty excited about moving forward just because of the size and that sort of thing. Peter Sorelli joins us. He's a president and general manager. So there, there's no, you know, you've lost the four straight games. It's a quiet market out there. So what you're basically saying is this group internally has got this, got to get this thing figured out in the short term with the, the players, the coaching staff, and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, in the, in, the, in the short term, sure. Yeah, and, um, you know, we've... Uh, We've got two aces in the hole that are working on their game down in Bakersfield that we just sent down. I've, I have confidence that they're going to get their games back. Um, we've got a we've got a player coming in short order uh, in uh, Takara. Um, short order, I, I, I say that. Is he is he skating yeah, yet, Peter? He's, he's he's been skating a little bit, but he's he's still a bit away. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, and we've shown like like the the, the like. Again, going into the Florida game, I felt there was there was two and a half games where I, I didn't feel good. Uh, like when, and that's usually with that, it's, it's structure and compete. When we're lacking that, I, I, and right. so for, for for the bulk of the games, there's been that, and and we have to we have to get it back. Teams go through these lulls, and we just have to get it back. Um, I feel we're 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 deeper than what we've been. We've uh, we've. The, the, the structure has, has been better, um, so I, you know, I, I'm I'm fairly optimistic. Now, having said that, I, I I left the Reno last night with a bitter taste in my mouth, and I'm sure the fans do. So um, the players are going to have to bounce back from that. Two more for you. Uh, let's start with Darnell Nurse. Uh, is he trying to do too much right now? Well, that that pair. Um, Going into the uh, that last this past road trip uh, has been a pretty good pair, and uh, sometimes sometimes he gets he's guilty of that. Yeah, he um, he um, and the, the same can be said for some other players, especially when you're not scoring, and uh, and, and and you want to try uh, help the team. And, uh, um, with, with our defense right now, as, as it's currently um, constituted, I mean it has to be. We were talking about this last night after the game. Um, I didn't like our passing at all last night. Not so much in, in general. I, I, I thought our D actually played pretty well last night. But the passing, there's a lot of reasons why that, that wasn't good last night. Like, I'm not putting it solely on the D. But right now, the, our, our, our six starting D, are, are none of them are exceptional passers. So in order for us, and we were doing this, in order for us to to, to have a smooth flow to the game, um, Everyone has to be uh, kind of in the, the B plus range as far as the passing goes in, in their own specific skill set, and 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 we were doing that, and and that's a testament to the coaching and, and whatnot. But when you when you when you're not there, um, uh, things can break down in a hurry, and uh, so that's something we have to work on specifically on Darnell. Um, he you know he you know sometimes he's guilty of that. He tries to do a little more than he's than he's capable of, and and things can break down. So um, I think he's, you know, up until that road trip, I think his game had been a, a 
safe is the wrong word, a, a structured, um, reliable game, and that's where we have to get involved. Uh, Peter, you're not just responsible for the orders. We hit on Bakersfield a bit. Probably the healthiest that team's been, at least in terms of the personnel and on ice for a while, and there's some depth building there. You also oversee the Edmonton Oil Kings, who I think are on a 7-0-1 run right now. I didn't think the Oil Kings would be and this good this year. I thought they'd win uh, 30, maybe 32, 33 games. Uh, right now they're on pace to better that. Just a, a quick assessment overall on the health of those other two franchises, both who went through some pretty difficult times over the last couple of years. Well, firstly on Bakersfield, um, I think Jay Woodcroft's done a real terrific job down there, and, and, and uh, his, his coaching staff, like Dave Manson's really helped. GF rules really helped. They have a they have a challenge. Um, I, I think they have a scheduling challenge because they don't they don't play a lot of games. They play less amount of games there than in the other divisions. But in, in addition, it's a double whammy. Um, the, the schedule structured there to kind of they don't want to go against high school and college football, so it's a little it's, it's doubly light on the in the front end of the schedule. So. That you may say that well, great, a lot of practices, but that can be a challenge when you're not playing a lot, when you're playing a game a week. So they've done a real good job in mixing things up. They've done a real good job in laying things out each week as to what they want to accomplish, and and the group has responded. And and also in addition, there's there's a better group of prospects down there now. I rhymed off about five of them earlier. There's a better group of prospects, and they're. And, and, and they're bubbling up, and um, I've watched pretty much every game on, on, on the computer. We've got guys down there all the time. They're playing a real sound, energy-structured game, and, and they're generating a lot of chances. And the, the shot totals, perfect example of that. Um, the Oil Kings, uh, I think the, both the, the manager, Kurt Hill, and, and the coach, Brad Lauer, have done a, a real good job. Um, you know, I hate to keep going back to structure, but they've put in some, some structure, and, and uh, um, you know, they had a bit of a dip after their strong start, and they just stayed the course. And, and yeah, he went out and uh, he got a goalie. Kirk got a goalie when there was injuries that that's, that's, that carried more than his weight. Um, uh, the young players are playing better. Um, Fix Walensky's been he's had a terrific year, and so they're thriving. They're thriving. Um, and that's good to see, and, and and no real magic. They're just like Brad and Kurt have, have instilled a, a work ethic and a sense of structure and organization, and, and, and young kids like that. They don't like it, but they thrive under it. Well, uh, for the Oilers uh, case, let's hope they get the things turned around after a couple tough performances. Uh, enjoy your meetings in uh, uh, the GM's meetings, and uh, hopefully the next time we get you, it's not coming off a four-game losing streak. Okay, thanks, Bob. You bet. That's Peter Shirelli. He's the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. It's 12.54 at Edmonton. Again, uh, the Oil Kings going good. Bakersfield going There's lots of exciting storylines for Bakersfield. But for Oilers fans, that it's, it's the here and now. And the here and now right now is the teams coming off. To, you heard Peter Shirelli say it. He's not pleased. With, you couldn't be pleased with the performance against Colorado. Uh, the, the second period against Florida was awful. Um, and Oilers have got to get back to it. And it starts tomorrow against Montreal. There will be energy in the building. And uh, Montreal, Calgary, back-to-back. Those will be very visible games. Oilers need to uh, get it turned in the right direction. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Trisha Kindleman coming up at 105. John Shannon. I'll get to some of your texts a little bit later on. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.